The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data. Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to talk about how to scale an e-commerce business. Joining us is Greg Ryder, who's the CEO and founder of LaunchCart, which is a SaaS tech company creating a better, faster, higher converting e-commerce platform with an integrated source and sell marketplace that will lower the barrier of entry worldwide for tens of millions of entrepreneurs to build an online e-commerce business while creating a distribution channel for brands and manufacturers globally. And today, Greg and I are going to discuss launching and scaling an e-commerce business. All right, here's the first part of my conversation with Greg Ryder, the founder and CEO of LaunchCart. Greg, welcome to the MarTech Podcast. Hey, Ben, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Excited to share. I was going to say, I'm excited to share as well. You know, news comes with your appearance on the MarTech Podcast. You're uh, working on scaling LaunchCart and you had a big addition to the company. Uh, first on and foremost, tell us a little bit about what LaunchCart is and tell us about the big news. Well, LaunchCart real simply is an alternative to Shopify. I don't think I have what it takes to call us a competitor since they're a $50 billion company. But we literally have created an alternative to Shopify with these three premises. One is we have a freemium model so you can get started for free without paying monthly fees to help you get going. Two is we've built in what I call the must-have features. So you must have customer reviews, you must have exit pops, you must have name acquisition, you must have coupons and discounts. So we built all those features and functionality into LaunchCart natively so you don't have to go to the App Store and get that like you do on Shopify. And three, we built in what we call the revenue optimization tools like order bumps, pages, funnels, upsells, downsells to increase your revenue and increase your average order value. And that is really what LaunchCart is all about from a SaaS platform standpoint. And I'm very excited to announce that a longtime friend of mine, about 12 years, Percy Miller, also known as Master P, has joined our board of directors as the chairman of the board. He wants to lend his expertise, leadership, and influence to help us really scale LaunchCart and help more entrepreneurs and small business owners globally get online and get their piece of this e-commerce market. Two pieces of news there. One, there is a new competitor. I'll call you a competitor to Shopify. Even though you're not the same scale as Shopify, you're doing a relatively similar thing. And your take is that the plugin infrastructure that Shopify has been using could be simplified. So talk about the need for LaunchCart and what's the problem that brands are having when they're launching and scaling their e-commerce company. 
Well, you know, with Shopify, because it's the biggest competitor and platform out there, it's just speed to market, right? And ease of use. And the idea that you can go to Shopify and sign up today and you can't collect customer reviews is like getting a $1,400 smartphone and all it does is make and receive a phone call. So you have to go to their app store and you have to search custom review app. And then you have a whole bunch of choices and you have to go, which one should I get? And you have to do your research and you have to download it, configure it, install it. And then you have to pay extra for it. So by the time you actually get all the features and functionality that you actually need to run a successful e-commerce store, you're paying hundreds of dollars, if not thousands of dollars a month for these different apps, as well as each app slows your site down, slows your performance down, which hurts conversions, which is why we profess to be a higher converting platform because we have all these features built in and it's just speed to market. So I was listening to a podcast the other day. It was plain English on the Ringer Podcast Network. And Derek Thompson from The Atlantic is the host. And he said that there's two ways to make money, bundling and unbundling. And he was talking about what's happening in media businesses where we're seeing things like cable companies have bundled all the television shows together into channels and channels into subscriptions. And then we saw an unbundling and now we're kind of going back the other way. It seems like there's a similar thing happening here in e-commerce where individual features were unbundled and you can decide what features you wanted to plug into your Shopify experience, but sometimes you have to pay for the features, sometimes they require development, and now we're going through an unbundling process with LaunchCart. Why is there a need to have the bundled version of an e-commerce platform? It just goes back to, you know, as an entrepreneur and you're running your business, typically everything is invented or created out of a problem. You're going, God, I hate this. I hate the fact that I have to do this. And so when we set out to create LaunchCart, we just wanted to make it a little bit simpler, a little bit easier. And the app model is a smart model because they have other developers spending money, their money to create technology that their customers are going to use. And then they end up making money on that. So it's not that it's a bad model. And we also have an app store as well. But the idea was let's get those must-have features in there just so your speed to market and speed to launch is faster. And I think it's just solving some pain points a lot of people complained about. So speed to launch is obviously an important part, mostly with an e-commerce business. You're starting to figure out if you have product market fit, the sooner you can get your website up, the sooner you can start selling products. Talk to me about the launch process that is standardized for e-commerce. Well, typically, depending on where you're at and your life cycles of business and your following and your followers on social media and that kind of stuff, you're going to build your product and you're going to get it up and going. You're going to start launching it and letting the world know you exist through press releases, PR, social media posts, email. And then, but at the end of the day, it's paid media. People who can spend money on advertising on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, Google, Bing, all over the place and spend money profitably are the ones that are going to win in this game. And then, of course, you have the influencers and celebrities, which is a little bit different. We'll talk about a little bit later. But so that come back as a marketer going, I want to build a platform that helps me increase my average order value, helps me increase the lifetime value of my customer through tools and technology that really make it so I can spend money advertising profitably and then I can win in this game of e-commerce. So what I'm hearing from you is that e-commerce is primarily driven through performance marketing. When you're launching a brand and you're not really sure who your product is for, if you're not sure if there is product market fit, what are your tips for getting those first few customers to figure out where there is a signal in the noise? What's so cool about today, it's cool and it's not cool. It's like between Google and Facebook, they know more about you than you know about you. They know more about me than they know about me. So there is an audience out there for the person that sews hand-woven socks or whatever that is. There's an audience out there for you that, and because of all the data that these companies collect on everybody, it's not too hard to find your target avatar, but you do have to put some energy and effort into it and start thinking about who is my customer? What is their age? What is their gender? What magazines do they read? Where do they hang out? What websites do they hang out? 
And as you start to identify that, then you can get on these different platforms and spend a little bit of money and start testing out where you're getting your clicks and what the age group is of clicks and who's buying your product. And after over a period of time of testing, we always talking about tracking and optimizing, you can easily find your target audience and then scale it from there to scale your business. Time for a one minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then. And instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Help me understand how you think about scaling. Once you've figured out, all right, I've got an idea of who my customers are, and I've figured out a channel where I can reach them, what are some of the ways where you can actually start to build your business predictably? Well, I'm actually in the middle of that right now. Just I'll give you a first hand. So as I said earlier, Percy Miller joined our team. So he's really strong in the African-American market. He's got 3.7 million followers. He's doing a business partnership with Snoop Dogg, and they're launching a cereal. So he did a video saying, hey, I asked some of the guys at LaunchCart to create a t-shirt challenge to teach you how to make money selling t-shirts online, how to start your t-shirt business online. And we put that video online and we run videos, we run ads to it. And we're running Instagram and Facebook ads. And we start getting clicks at a dollar a click and then we're getting leads at $2 a lead. Then it started to come down as we kind of get a little bit of the algorithm kicking in there. And we're getting 50 cent leads, but we're only spending maybe $100 a day. So now the idea is I have to really analyze my data and see, okay, these audience that are attracted to him because of his celebrity status, what are the demographics of that audience, the age, the gender, other things about that, that I can use at the scale and create different ad sets and different ad audiences to just to put some more pedal to the metal and put more money behind that ad spend. And then making sure that my funnel's profitable, meaning if I'm spending $100 a day and they're coming in the funnel, do I make $100 back? Now, in my case, I don't make money for two or three months. So you have to have the money to get your money back in two or three months because we're a SaaS platform with a monthly subscription fee. So I have to have the money to be able to sustain that two or three months negative cash flow. But as we start to scale that, it's really not difficult when you understand the ability to track and optimize. And that's the number one big mistake I see people is you either got to get a coach, a mentor, or a firm that can do this for you. But I really recommend everyone learn the basics of it because if you don't know your numbers, you can never build anything of significance. 
So talk to me about what the primary KPIs for launching and scaling your e-commerce business. You're looking at what your lifetime value is, your cost per acquisition. Is it just as simple as finding the balance between those two metrics? Well, that it's your cost per lead. It's your cost per click. It could be your cost per thousand impressions. Because again, as you start to advertise and you're saying, okay, let me advertise to Snoop Dogg's audience. Let me advertise to Master P's audience. Let me advertise to the print-on-demand audience. Let me advertise to the digital marketing audience. And those different audiences, you might have a higher cost per thousand impressions in one audience than the other. You might have a higher cost per click than another. You might have a higher cost per lead acquisition or customer acquisition than another. And so you want to kind of look at those because sometimes you get hoodwinked, right? Because you think, oh, look at this one's really performing well on the lead side, but on the conversion side to becoming a customer, it's not working well. So you have to kind of follow people all the way through the funnel and just kind of be able to track the cost per click, their cost per impression, the cost per click, the cost per lead, and the cost per conversion and kind of looking at those KPIs and constantly doing things to test and split test. And it could be as simple as your headline, it could be your image, it could be your video, it could be your landing page. It could be, and again, going back to e-commerce, it could be your hero product, it could be the product description, it could be you know the product title, it could be the price, it could be free shipping, not free shipping. So you're always, we're always recommending people to test all these different variants on just very simple A-B split tests. This is one of the things that always concerns me about launching a new business is that there's so many variables that you can be stuck not understanding which one to start optimizing for. At the end of the day, what you're working towards is finding the right balance for your cost per acquisition and your lifetime value. If you have a lower cost per acquisition than lifetime value, your business is going to be profitable, assuming you have the capital to be able to withstand the buyback period. Now, that's an easy thing to say. Hey, create an e-commerce business and just have a positive CAC to LTV ratio and you win. In reality, you don't always know that data. You don't always have a better sense. So you start looking at leading indicators like your CPMs, your CPCs, your CPAs to understand which direction you're heading. Greg, last question for you. As you start to think about building a business, is there any sort of ratio that you're thinking about or any leading indicator that you rely on to launch your e-commerce businesses that tells you whether you're sitting on a winning lottery ticket or not? Well, we have all kinds of research tools. That's what's great about this today in this society. It's a lot less inexpensive to get a business start today than it was 20 years ago or 10 years ago. And so you just have to spend the time to do some research, right? So there's tools to see what designs are selling, what brands are selling. Like I was looking at Google Trends this morning, like I do every day, and I saw some really good trends, people talking about drop shipping and then what products are the best drop shipping products. So you can kind of do all kinds of research, leveraging tools on the internet. And you know what, in this day and age, if you don't know what to research, just go to chat GTP and go, hey, I'm getting ready to launch this new spin gym product. It's a fitness product. What should I do to research and see if people will buy my product? And this artificial intelligence will help you out. So it's really not as hard as it is. It just goes back to a little bit of coaching, a little bit of mentoring, doing a little bit of elbow work, and then getting launched and then tracking and optimizing the rest of your life. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Greg Ryder, the CEO and founder of LaunchCart. Join us again tomorrow when Greg and I continue our conversation talking about how to make sense of celebrities, influencers, and brands. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Greg, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is Greg Ryder, that's G-R-E-G-W-R-I-T-E-R, or you can visit his company's website, which is launchcart.com. 
Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.